Hello, dear listener. My name is Luke Bartell. This is the Literature in Leaves podcast. And tonight I am drinking some chamomile tea since you will never catch me recording this podcast without a mug of tea in my hand. Today, I will have the pleasure of discussing the acclaimed poet Don Michoy. Don Michoy is a special poet to me because I had the privilege of studying her book, DMZ Colony, a collection of poems in my advanced poetry class. I got to spend a lot of time looking over Don Michoy's work. And then luckily, Don Michoy was actually kind enough to visit our class at the end of the quarter and speak to us about poetry, which was a great experience because a lot of young writers look for er, or look to older writers for guidance, people with more experience in Domi Choi was very kind and took the time to answer our questions, to talk about literature, and to just give her opinion on writing. So Domi Choi, if you ever listen to this, thank you for visiting my class. It was a wonderful discussion and we gained a lot from it. But who is Domi Choi and why am I talking about her today? Well, Donmi was born in Seoul, South Korea. Donmi Choi is the author of DMZ Colony, Hardly War, The Morning News is Exciting, and several chapbooks and pamphlets of poems and essays. She has received a Whitting Award, Lannan Literary Fellowship, Lucian Strike Translation Prize, and DAAD Artist in Berlin Fellowship. She has translated several collections of Kim Hyesoon's poetry, including Autobiography of Death, which received the 2019 International Griffin Poetry Plot Prize. She also translates for the International Women's Network Against Militarism. Please visit and learn about this translational network and issues that impact women and children in the environment. She's an advisory editor for Action Books, Korean literature series. She teaches adult basic education at Renton Technical College Community Partnership site in downtown Seattle. I read this bio directly from Don Mi's own website because, based on my research, it is the most comprehensive overview of her accomplishments. It also talks a lot about her livelihood and the work she does in translation. Since Don Mi asked that we do, please visit the International Women's Network Against Militarism website to learn more about their translational work. It's all she asked of us, and she's given us so much in a literary sense, that I think it's only fair that we investigate some of the causes that she is passionate about. Now, today I'm going to explore Don Choi's poetry. I'm going to look at her writing, some of her techniques, and I'm also going to be able to impart to you some of the knowledge that she gave to my class. I'm really looking forward to this episode. Without further ado, let's read from DMZ Colony by Don Choi. Page one, the waste of a nation, the 38th parallel north. The Korean demilitarized zone is approximately 160 miles long and 2.5 miles wide. The DMZ runs across the 38th parallel, a division created after World War II, with the end of the 35-year-long Japanese occupation of Korea. The U.S. occupied the South and the Soviet Union, the North. The U.S. still occupies South Korea with military installations, bases, and troops. The Korean border is one of the most militarized borders in the world. St. Louis, Missouri. 
on February 23rd, 2018, the day of my poetry reading with Daniel Bertskutsky at the Pulitzer Arts Foundation, I walked across Forest Park in St. Louis, Missouri. I was heading towards the St. Louis Art Museum. I heard a kind of muted, distant calling, a polyphony of cries. Because I had never heard the flock calls of snow geese before, I was baffled by the flood of sound seemingly from nowhere and everywhere. Instinctively, I turned my head from side to side, then up. My head tilted back, triggered vertigo, a common symptom of Meniere's disease. My ears flapped about dizzyingly like a sparrow and followed the migrating snow geese above. The geese promptly instructed me a, a chorus, return, 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 return. Then they flew even higher out of my ears reach. The snow geese must have felt sorry for the homesick sparrow from a faraway place for they dropped me a little line from the sky. See you at DMZ. Alone again, I could only chirp to myself. Translator for hire. Hire. Hire me. Immediately, Don Me is instructing us in certain ways, right? First and foremost, Don Me is bringing attention to the fact that the DMZ, or the Korean Demilitarized Zone, is not demilitarized at all. Its name is in stark contrast with what it actually is, which is one of the most militarized borders in the entire world. Don Mi is trying to call attention to this incongruency, but also calling attention to incongruencies or dishonesty is something that Don Mi does throughout the entire book. She serves as a translator, as she says. A translator not only literally of language, but also of experience. Don Mi Choi works to take the words of others and communicate them to us in a truncated and yet more powerful way than would be possible otherwise. Another recurring theme is birds. Particularly in this first page, immediately we are introduced to snow geese. This is no surprise because the migratory routes of snow geese might be very emblematic of Don Mi Choi's own life. Being born in South Korea, immigrating to the United States, then going back to South Korea, and this time with the purpose of being a translator, of hearing the stories of other people, of helping people communicate. She says the snow geese must have felt sorry for the homesick sparrow from a faraway place, for they dropped me a little line from the sky. Don Mi is drawing a very direct line between her and the snow geese. The snow geese tell her, return, 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 and then follow up with see you at DMZ. Don Mi Choi is not just a poet, but also an activist. Maybe not an activist in the traditional sense that we would imagine somebody standing at protests with a picket sign. No, Don Mi is an activist in the sense that she is an informer. Her poetry not only fascinates, 
it informs, it tells us what is happening in another part of the world. It alters our reality because it shows us that what may be true for us is not true for others. Yes, Don Michoy is a translator. She is adamant about this and for good reason. I want to read another one of the poems from this collection. This one is from a group of orphans in South Korea. Orphan Hyo Jeong Dal, age 10. I still wet my bed. I was afraid to go to the outhouse. Mommy said she'd send me out with a winnowing shovel over my head and make me go from house to house and beg for salt. Soldiers appeared from nowhere and told us to come out, even my grandma in diapers. My grandpa wanted to go back into the house to get his quilted jacket, but the soldiers stopped him. They set fire to our house. It burned fast because the roof was made of straw. The soldiers herded us into a ravine and shot us. Then they set the corpses on fire. The dead smelled like grilled meat, so I vomited. My sister was still alive after being shot seven times. As for me, a bullet went through my left cheek. I can't smile. My face won't let me. I nursed my sister in our burnt house. I just stared at the bullet holes on her body from morning till night. After a week, the soldiers came back and we fled. My sister couldn't move at all, so she was shot again. She died the second time. My father died at our aunt's house. He didn't bleed at all. But water kept streaming out from his wound. It was as deep as the ravine. Months later, I saw mommy and my sister in a dream. Water, I couldn't stop the water. I have to apologize for the graphic nature of the poem to any listeners that may be sensitive to violence, but it was important for me to read that poem specifically because it shows what Don Mi Choi faces as a translator and what is going on in another part of the world. It's so easy for us to forget, for those of us that are in the United States or other countries, it's easy to forget that our neighbors from faraway places are oftentimes experiencing terrible, terrible things. And Don Michoy is here to translate their experience so we might understand what they went through and so that others will not make the same mistake of resorting to such violence again. Don Michoy's work is important in this sense, important because it informs, like I have said, and poetry that informs is a very important type of poetry indeed. I wanted to bring up the fact that Don Michoy, when we talked to her in our class, she said that these stories are not verbatim what the orphans told her, and much of her translation for poetry is not exact translation, but it's still true to the experience. Although it may not be word for word what these orphans said, the experience is the same. The terror, the sadness, the loss, the mourning, the pain, the fear, all of those elements are still there. Donmi serves as a way to make their words more easily digestible. I think that a potent part of modern poetry, at least, is 
the fact that it is oftentimes truncated compared to prose. It says more with less words, and that is something that is extremely important indeed. When Don Choi visited my class, we spoke a lot about translation, about how important translation is. And during the writing of DMZ Colony and Don Choi's other books, she collaborates with other translators. English is not Don Choi's first language, so we have to recognize that what she's doing is all the more amazing. She takes her time to find the correct words. She takes her time to use the proper syntax and grammar that befits a poem. And although some of the collection is prosaic, as a whole, it reads as a work of art. Something that I particularly admire about Don Mi's writing is that she is extremely intentional. You get the feeling that in her writing, not a single comma, period, or word is misplaced. This is a collection that is a finished product. Don Mi Choi and her fellow translators and editors have taken their time. There are certain passages in DMZ Colony that lack punctuation. These feel more rushed. There's more of an urgency. And then there are others that are extremely careful in their placement of punctuation and use it at liberty. These ones feel more measured. The words seem to hold more weight in the periods, the commas, the end-stopped lines serve as a sort of finality. The words are exactly as they should be. They are not misplaced. They are spoken with a certain agency. Now, this is just some of the many things that Don Choi does in her collection, DMZ Colony, but there's much more, and I would highly encourage any listener to buy this collection. You will learn a lot from it, both in the sense of information about the world, but also craft techniques with poetry. Don Choi's use of craft techniques is particularly strong. As I said, she does not waste words, certainly does not waste lines. And I think that we're getting to the end here, but today the reason that I wanted to talk about Don Mi Choi is to try to hammer home the point that poetry is important. An author like Don Mi demonstrates that with her writing. Her writing is about global issues that affect all of us in one way or another. They're about things that we should care about and she draws our attention in a way that leaves us stunned, surprised, and amazed. Her writing is a tour de force of what a poet can do, and yet it comes with a message. It comes with a warning. It comes with a remembrance. This collection is not only extremely interesting to read from a craft perspective, but as I said, this is a remembrance. This is a way of honoring those who have passed away. This is a way of condemning any sort of tyranny when we see it. I wanna finish by reading one last poem from the collection since this is such an important one. 
This is on page 116. We too were born under the bridge. Every night we listened to the whispers of the angels bathing in the river. They too cried and sang, sky, 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 our lullaby. They didn't blame our nations. Migrating from pole to pole, they watched our falling stars, our failing planet. They too were hungry. They too were homesick. We the featherless watched the angels depart our farewell. In reality, we were all motherless. Haunting and amazing writing. Indeed, I highly recommend this collection. I think that that about concludes it. Don Michoy, if you ever listen to this podcast, thank you for your literary contributions to the world. We appreciate your writing. We appreciate your translation. Dear listener, thank you for listening if you made it to the end. This is the Literature and Leaves podcast. My name is Luke Bartell. I'll see you next time.